News Talk Sports. Now, the experts on AM980. With Brian Atal, good afternoon. Advanced Basement Systems is your local company for wet basement repair, foundation repair, and more. And all of that comes with effective common sense solutions. The Advanced Basement team of certified technicians all over Ontario, all over southwestern Ontario, have the expertise and the experience you need to get the job done quickly and effectively and permanently. A job small, a job large, they'll take care of it for you. And there's no wet basement that Advanced Basement Systems can't fix. Very pleased to welcome back. And for the first time in 2015, here's Ben. Happy New Year, Brian. Happy, Thank you very much. Happy New Year. We have a little bit of a reprieve. Uh, we kind of saw this weather coming and the timing couldn't have been better for us to talk about <laughs> the reality that, yeah. you know what, not too many weeks down the road, we're going to get the thaw. It's going to get a little bit warmer. Yeah. And uh, you never know, right? It can come right in the dead of winter or it can come when it's supposed to in uh, the end of March or so. But when it comes, it comes hard and it's usually followed by uh, quite a bit of rain too. And uh, snow melting with rain is a recipe for disaster if you have a basement or a crawl space that's prone to a bit of seepage or dampness. So as well, of course, the rest of the home is in uh, peril sometimes with the eaves troughs being frozen and, and pushing away and sidewalks. Uh, you know, moving up and down the concrete. So, And these are all things that you need to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, you know, I mean, for a lot of these homes, uh, you know, Old South in particular we talk about has a lot of issues. You know, it's called Old South for a reason. It's old. And uh, as an old um, or living in, a, uh, in an old home, you need to be proactive with it, right? You have to take care of it. And that's something, unfortunately, that a lot of us don't realize when we buy these old charming homes with character. You know, we're really drawn to what it what it brings to us with the way it makes us feel but what we don't realize right is there's a lot of responsibility that goes along with owning an old home and sometimes it's more than you know we bite off more than we can chew i know personally you know my home was built in 1887 and i'm kind of thinking maybe that wasn't the best idea <laughs> based on a few reasons that my company doesn't handle but uh you know it is what it is and if you're going to put something into it you may as well go for it so it's uh, it's just something that we were all faced with, and it's reality. You talk about those old homes uh, in parts of on in, in London, South London, for example, that have that charm. They also have that heritage. What you do at Advanced Basement Systems never compromises one's designation as a heritage home? No, not at all. And I mean, obviously, with basement waterproofing, um, damp proofing, things like that, you know, the the common misconception is, is that it has to be done from the outside. Well, you know, every day that goes by, the home gets older. And when you look at um, civilizations that have been around for much longer than us, you know, in Europe, um, in particular England, um, uh, because that's where I have some experience um, with homes and such, is that you, you can't actually dig up a home in England, you know, that is you know, 200 years or older, I believe, or 150 years or older, um, because there is really nothing saying that the wall is going to support itself, right? So there's a lot that could go wrong. So as these homes get older and older, um, forget about the fact that there's no room in between them. Just the act of digging it up itself can be very dangerous. And you know what? I've operated excavators. Um, I don't do it on site for people, obviously, but we've had some great operators that come through and accidents happen. You know, um, the, especially these newer excavators, it's the slightest touch, right? And you can move a very strong beam. And yeah, it's happened, you know, not fortunately for our company, but booms have gone through windows, through a roof, right? Something can happen to a driver, you know, if someone's epileptic or something like that. You never know. There's always these these crazy things that can happen. When you bring in heavy equipment, it just increases that likelihood so much more. So in terms of when we're in a home, you know, whether it's 200 years old or two years old, you know, what we do is uh, 
is minimal disruption to the home and, uh, you know, maximum uh, outcome. There are some beautiful homes that have been refurbished, but I'm not certain maybe they've uh, addressed the issues that you do. I'm thinking of Waterloo Street. I'm thinking of old Colburn Street. We think of Old South as Wortley Village and area, but, I mean, there has been a lot of money invested to keep these homes looking absolutely beautiful in the curb appeal, but maybe sorely needing a call into advanced basement systems. Yeah, and I was working with a, a potential buyer of a home down in uh, uh, Essex County this week, and uh, I said, you know, what's the property address? I'll look it up on MLS because she wasn't sure of the square footage. So I looked it up, and I looked at the pictures, and I said, wow, it's nice. And at that time, I had already seen the home inspection report, you know, what was going on in the crawl space. And I said to her on the phone, you know, wouldn't it be interesting when you found this home on, on, the, on the MLS or the real estate website? If you had seen these three or four photos as well, you know, and it's it's just shocking to me that it's it's and like you touched on, you know, we do all this work to curb appeal, appliances, flooring, you know, cosmetics, paint. cosmetics, yeah, and 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 really at the end of the day, you're putting lipstick on a pig, and um, not one of the cute little pigs either that people have <laughs> as pets, right? It's it's sad because there's a lot of money that goes into these places, and you know, crawl spaces are crawl spaces. They're dark, they're dingy. You know, the best that we can do for them is brighten them up and make them healthy, but there's still a crawl space, right? And that's fine. But when you have houses with basements, you're paying for that added square footage, that added living space or storage space, and you can't use it. It's daylight robbery, right? I mean, and, and am I saying we need to be more, um, you know, like, let's put pictures of the problems on the websites? No, that's not what it's about, right? A Big Mac looks like a Big Mac in the picture. And when you get it, it is what it is. But we need to be more active as a society in looking at, you know, what is really going on here. And whether it be a roof, windows, uh, driveway, garage, um, or your basement, right, uh, it's something that you need to do your homework on and, and uh, have some data going into it. Ben, recap for us again as we get a thaw. We're going to have temperatures perhaps just above the freezing mark, maybe some freezing rain coming into the forecast for London for the next 24 hours. It's a good opportunity to look at some of those surefire signs that there's a need to call or some of the symptoms. What do they include? Uh, well, downspouts, right? Um, you have your eaves troughs, which runs around the home, and then that collects and then comes down uh, you know, in a pipe to the ground. A lot of times they just dump right on the corner or people have, uh, you know, a two or three foot wedge extension. Um, that's not a great idea. You know, you can have ice build up on the driveway, sidewalks, things like that. Um, it can cause washout of the soil underneath concrete, which causes it to sink, um, heave, right, with the frost. Uh, but more importantly, right, it, it's going down into the foundation a lot of the time. So getting them at least 10 feet away um, not five, it's really not far enough, at least 10 feet. Um, that's a great idea. We can do downspout extensions. That's no problem. Eaves troughs, keep an eye on your eaves troughs, right? I know uh, a lot of people um, are going the seamless route. Seems to be working pretty well. Eaves troughs are, you know, not too much. Uh, if you save your pennies for projects, you like to pay in full. It doesn't take too long. Save up for that. Get new eaves troughs. Um, sump pump, obviously down my alley. You know, this time of year, you need to make sure the sump pump is working. And when you buy a sump pump, um, there are some stores out there that do offer sump pumps with a lifetime warranty. So that means that when the pump breaks, you can change it and you get a free one. The question you have to ask yourself is, when do I know I need my free pump? Mm-hmm. Well, you'll know. <laughs> splish splash, right? When the pump fails. So, you know, investing in a good sump pump and a good backup system is really important. Um, and that's obviously the the biggest reason people get Big floods is we the sump pump failing. And we can't guarantee that you're going to get a better uh, rate on your insurance, but we sure can guarantee it'll help. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we really want to minimize the risk of any water getting into your basement, and that goes through through different uh, a few different stages. So you have your sump pump, right? So that's all the water that from rain and maybe downspouts that aren't extended that goes down to the foundation, uh, the footing at the bottom. All that water is collected in the pipe and then goes to a sump pump and is pumped away. So that's the one way, obviously, that your basement could flood if the pump fails. The second reason is floor drains that are tied into the sanitary or the storms or something like that. If you don't have a backup valve or back check valve on it, um, they can back up. That's a big way of getting flooded too, large volumes of water. So that's easy. You, know, you just go ahead and break up the floor a little bit and we put a back, uh, back flow preventer in there and that's fine. Um, the other way that people can get flooded is uh, something that a lot of basement waterproofers don't think about and that's the hot water tank and the washing machine hoses. Washing machine hoses really aren't rated to go under that kind of pressure that they um, that they go through each and every time you use them. So we do offer heavy-duty flood. Uh, they're called flood check hoses for the washing machine. Very easy to use. Nice brass fittings on them. One is bright red and one is bright blue. So you know which one's cold, which one's hot, right? And then we also have a hot water tank containment system. And that's really cool because people kind of envision this big, huge thing that goes around a tank. It's really not. Um it's about four or five inches high. It gets epoxied to the ground around the hot water tank. And from there, we can install a little drain that can run right to your sump pump. So if it ever starts to leak, uh, you've got no problems. Because people, um, I believe what I read, this was a couple of years ago, but I'm sure it's still, it's, it's still accurate. The number one um, claim for flooded basements came from hot water tanks mm-hmm. leaking, which is crazy to me. That's crazy. So when we say we want to minimize the risk of any water getting in your basement basement that goes from waterproofing to new windows to hot water tanks washing machine hoses you name it but so. it's a hidden problem right i mean yeah you get a breach in the bottom of the tank you're not going to see that yeah no and i was in a lady's home back in october and i actually just went back uh last week to get the project going she was you know um getting some funds together and when i went there originally there was a lot of water <laughs> And I said, is your hot water tank leaking? And she said, no, I, I don't think it is. And yes, it was. It was leaking a lot. And it wasn't like a hot water tank leak. It was a, a spout leak. And, um, you know, it was an easy fix. But, you know, for a lot of uh, people, they don't actively engage in, in appliances like that. They, they're not aware. They're not educated. Many of us aren't. So um, there's some really... Uh, out of left field ways that you can have problems in the basement. You're listening to Advanced Basement Systems edition of The Experts here on AM980. We'll give you the direct number to call. We'll give you the website to check out as well. It's all things basementy and nasty crawl spaces too up to uh, 3 o'clock today. Back to uh, foundation work and, and the like, Ben. Often your work will not only meet, which it has to, but can exceed code. Yeah, code is um, an interesting little term. I'll give you an example. Uh, when you read code... It states that when you build a home, the pipe that goes around the outside of the footing. So just to briefly clarify for everybody, the footing is the first piece of concrete that gets poured in the ground. So they dig the hole and the the like the cookie cutter shape of your house is laid with the footing. And the footing is typically twice as wide as the wall. And then the wall gets built on top of that after. So the pipe that runs on the outside of the footing to collect all the water to take it to the sump pump has to have stone put around it. The minimum amount of stone, according to code, the last time I checked, was six inches of stone. The footing is eight inches. So we know that basements leak typically where the footing and the wall meet. There's an imperfect joint there, obviously. They're poured at different times. Um, so if that's where basements leak the most and we're not even making code 
to put stone up there to help the water sufficiently drain down into the pipe. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So code, yeah, there's a lot of great rules to follow from code, and they've helped us learn and improve a lot of safety things. Um, but we like to think our work does go above and beyond, um, you know, it's more in the design, uh, yeah. It's, right. In, in term, I mean, you follow code, obviously, yeah. Uh, and you have to, you have to adhere to the municipal regulations and the like. But you meet it or surpass it. But it's all in the design, which is a huge network of think tank that's yes. created it. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and it goes back to uh, to crawl spaces, right? What we do with the crawl space. I mean, when we, when when the Canadian, uh, you know, people who are going to approve this looked at it, it was kind of like. They looked at it as an overkill. I mean, it's not. This is what it takes to get the job done properly. But that's sort of the, the how we're seen in a lot of ways is overkill. Um, but we're really not. We just want to get it done once and we want to get it done right. And, you know, people kind of look at Mike Holmes as an example, right, and say, oh, well, this and that, Mike Holmes is crazy. And yeah, he maybe doesn't work off of a budget, right, so he can get it all done right. But, but you know, as if you're going to do it, right, like, do it once and do it right. And when it comes to what we do, it's not it's not so much like spend more and get it all done right. It's the fact that whatever it is you're doing, whatever we're putting in the ground for you is designed and engineered for that specific problem, right? So with basement waterproofing, we have a, a certain type of pipe that we've manufactured and we engineer and patented. So um, whether you're doing a little bit or a lot, what's getting done is the right thing to do. So I know that kind of went sideways a little bit there, a little bit complicated. But, you know, what we do for homes is... Uh, it's is, custom. Yeah, it, it's it is totally custom. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That's the key. Still to come on the show, we're going to talk about that rude awakening in the mail that you may already have experienced, the November-December energy bill. Uh, what about a lower January, February, and March bill? Or coming with ex, uh, with air conditioning, there are some things that we can talk about on our show today through Advanced Basement Systems expertise to reduce those bills. Timing couldn't have been better, too, to uh, make our point about the warmer weather to come, preparing for the thaw. We're getting a little little taste of that today. And take and heed, uh, Ben advice and take a look around your home. There may be a significant problem there that with advanced basement systems technicians, they can get to it and solve that problem once and for all. You can call them for a free foundation and inspection estimate. Here's the toll-free number into Advanced Basement Systems, one 488 0074. That's one 488 0074 and you'll find them online. Click forestcitybasement.com. News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM980. With Brian Uthall, Ben Bates is here from Advanced Basement Systems. There is the local company for wet basement repair, foundation repair, and, and so much more. And one very common and clear indicator of a problem, Ben, needing immediate attention is just virtue of cold floors. Yeah, a lot of people inquire with us uh, about the cold floor situation, and this is something that uh, I said I was going to talk about to some coworkers today. So this is this is my my little fifteen minutes here or fifteen seconds of so cold floors are usually related to crawl spaces, right? Crawl spaces, um, you know, because of the dirt floor, right, and the vents gets very cold easily. So what people tend to do is have a spray foam company come in. And they spray foam the perimeter wall, so the foundation wall, and up into the headers, which is the rim joist and sill plate. Um, and that's fine, but here's the problem. When they built crawl spaces originally, okay, so all the crawl spaces is a short basement with no floor. It's just dirt. Now, dirt wicks moisture all the time, and the average temperature in your area year-round is the temperature of the ground, right? So there's quite a bit of moisture coming up through there. 
So that caused issues, wood rot, so on and so forth. So they put vents in the crawl space to vent it out because houses suck from the bottom, right? And pull it, up. pull it into yep. the living area. It's called the stack effect. And up to 50% of the air in your lower level basement or crawl space will come up into the living area. So they put the vents in and that made things worse. But if you don't have the vents, it is equally as bad. But what the vents do is they bring in hot, humid air. And then that humid air is full of water. And when that air gets cooler in a dark, cool crawl space, it condenses. Cold air cannot hold nearly as much water as hot air. So it condenses. The moisture goes on the wood, everything. And then you start to get that smell and it stinks and it's bad. So we've got a real conundrum here because we've got crawl space with vents that's making things bad, crawl space without vents that's making things bad. So what happens when people have cold floors and they have a spray foam company come in or someone come in and you spray foam, like I just said, on the perimeter walls, now you've totally sealed all outside air leaks, but not the floor. So remember when I said when they built crawl spaces, there was a problem. Now we've got a super problem. You're going to have an like <laughs> expedited smell delivered into your home. It's going to get really bad really soon. Likely. Not everybody could get like that. You might have a house that's just fine. I can't say. But most cases, it's going to get really bad. So Advanced Basement Systems has been spending a lot of time through southwestern Ontario correcting, remedying the problem that, yeah. that really was advanced with the spray. Yeah. And the reality of it is if you've had spray foam insulation sprayed on the inside of your foundation walls without putting a proper vapor barrier down on the ground first, um, you know, that's unfortunate. It's going to take a little bit more than what it would have originally to correct the problem. So what we do is we come in with a product called Clean Space, and we put that down on the ground, and we seal up the ground. And if, you know, like let's say you've got a lot of water in the ground, we'll put a sump pump and drainage in, right? Whatever you really need. Yeah. And then from there, we've ran that Clean Space liner up the walls a few inches or a foot or so, and then we spray foam over that and into the headers. So once that's done, you have a liner that won't rip, won't tear, Right. It can drain water effectively to a sump pump if you need one. And um, you're, you've, you've stopped all outside air leaks, all the earth's moisture. Uh, you can dehumidify and condition the air down there. And uh, the floors aren't cold anymore. A lot of people think, you know, I need to put insulation up into the floor joists. And that is not true. It is a waste of time and money. And I'll explain to you exactly why. Two reasons. One, fiberglass insulation is only to be used in a closed... Uh, um, I forgot the word, a closed cavity and on an exterior wall. And that's coming back to the word code again? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, and, and I mean, that's really what it's all, only what it's good for. Right. You can rig stuff up as you need, but uh, that, you know, bad idea. Also, yeah, it is uh, pliable. I mean, you can move it and shift it into different shapes, but when you stuff it up in there over time, weeks, months, you know, it, gravity does take a, t a toll on it and it will begin to sag. And as moisture is getting into the crawl space, it gets heavy. Right? So it's going to sag even more. So now you have a air pocket in between the top of the fiberglass insulation and the bottom of your floor. Now it's deemed totally useless. So if you have the clean space put on your crawl space floor and then you have the spray foam insulation done around it, you're, you're in great hands. What you don't want to do is have a spray foam company come in, put 6 mil or 10 mil or 20 mil see-through plastic poly down, and then spray foam. The concept is the right idea. They're trying to do the right thing, but they don't have the resources and the products. Because what will happen is if you go down there, 
the likelihood that you'll rip it off the wall or you'll tear it with your shoe or your even sometimes your fingernail, right? You got to remember poly is used to cover furniture when like you're moving. Poly is used to put down on the ground when you're painting. It is not it's a protectant. Yeah, it's not an engineered product to withstand a, a crawl space environment, right? Like it's if you go down into a bad crawl space, they're they're wretched. Like they are not nice places and you need a product that's going to withstand that. So that's what I really wanted to my public service announcement is is please don't spray foam your walls if you have a dirt floor crawl space without talking to us. Now the other option available to us for the crawl space problem mm-hmm. is total or full encasement. Yeah, so the encapsulation. So some people choose not to have the spray foam done. That's totally fine. What we do is we put a clean space wall product on. It's just slightly thinner because you're not crawling on it. We put that up on the walls first. Any moisture, anything like that that comes through, and then that, of course, runs down behind into the uh, clean space uh, floor product. If you're having uh, any problems visualizing that, um, just uh, type in clean space, one word, just like crawl space, but clean space on uh, the internet, and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. It's a great enhancement to the home for a variety of reasons. You know, you have the health aspects, you have the resale aspects, you have the uh, aesthetic aspects, and then, of course, any work we do like that, uh, clean space in particular, comes with a 25-year transferable warranty to the new homeowner. So when you go to sell, I assure you, you will get your money back because, uh, trust me, doing the clean space project is a lot uh, less money than trying to sell a home that has rotted out floorboards and joists. And one of the unique products and the way it's applied to advanced basement systems. Yeah, absolutely. The clean spaces, it's a patented product. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just prevention, right? And it sucks. It's a painkiller. Yeah, nobody really wants to have to do it. But at the end of the day, you know, either you're going to have to fix the floor joists if the home is having moisture problems or a prospective buyer is. That's just what I uh, earlier I was referring to a, um, a client who was looking at buying a home. And now they're not going to buy the home because it's going to take, you know, if they don't, if the, if the seller of the home doesn't want to do this, this work to prevent it, it's going to get even worse. And then all the floor joists are going to have to be replaced. The beam is going to start to sag around the, the supports that hold it up. And it's just going to be a nightmare. So we can still save a lot of these homes, right? But uh, you got to act, you got to act quickly if you're having problems because it's going to get worse. And then uh, the ultimate, the ultimate uh, stinger is when you go to sell the house and you got to fix it for somebody else. Now we're going to talk about lowering hydro bills in the next section, but I mm-hmm. can't help but think that both the spray and the encapsulation, if that's the method you choose with advanced basement systems, can only moderate what the thermometer is reading. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, really that's what it comes down to with, with mon- um, bringing down the energy bills. Because um, if you think, right, if you look at where the, 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 vent, the vents are in your floor um, that shoot out the hot or cold air, most of them are under a window or on an exterior wall, right? Usually the same. Windows are on exterior walls. So um, that's where they are. So that ductwork has to run to that exterior wall and then shoot up through the floor. Well, what's on exterior walls? Vents, like I mentioned earlier. So vents let hot, humid air in the summertime, but they also let cold, nasty air in in the wintertime. So you have all this cold air shooting in through the home, right? It's not like a fan or anything, but the house is pulling it, and it's going right onto that heat duct. I mean, do you see the flames inside of a furnace when that thing fires up there? This is serious stuff. So you got to think, how much heat loss am I losing between my furnace and my and my register on the floor right there? It's a lot. And when you have a dirt floor crawl space with vents, like, trust me, I lived it. Like, when I bought my house, I went about five or six months uh, without doing anything. And my, my gas bills were over $250 a month and not a big home. 
So it can play a huge toll on your on your energy game. And you know the other thing too is like when you look at people who have uh, central air, you know you could ask them. So why didn't you just go out and buy you know eight or nine window units? Well, it's not energy efficient. It's not the right way to go. And that's the same way with um, energy savings for dehumidification in a basement. You know these little we'll refer we'll compare them to window units. You need like five to eight of them to do a 2,000 square foot home or a 1,500 square foot home. They're not big enough. They're not tough enough. So, And they're chugging on the hydro. And they are. They're like 14 or 15 cents per pint compared to a Santa dry basement system, which is what we offer that, you know, will operate at two to three cents per pint and will easily do 3,000 square feet. So that's, you know, and it's just biting the bullet, right? You know, the cost obviously is up front more, but in the end, you're going to save, you're going to save money and time. Listeners are saying, Ben, count me in on lower hydro bills. And we'll talk yeah. about Santa Dry and we'll talk about much more ahead here from the number one basement waterproofing company in southwestern Ontario, Advanced Basement Systems. They pride themselves in their wide variety of home solutions, each designed to repair and upgrade your basement, your crawl space, foundation, or other below grade to uh, create a dry, healthy home with additional living space as well. You can call for a free foundation and inspection estimate. Here's that number, one 488 74 This is a great time of the year to make the call, to make the arrangements with Advanced Basement Systems right now. And you can get all the information you need and more, not only through our expert show on AM 980, but online at forestcitybasement.com. News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM980. With Brian Atoll, the show presented by Advanced Basement Systems. It's all things basementy up to the top of the hour. In two weeks, the experts will be broadcasting live from the London Home Builders Lifestyle Home Show. Look forward to being back at the Agriplex, Western Fair District. And we've got a great show lined up for you with lots of interesting experts as well from 1 right through until 6. And while you're there, be sure and look for Advanced Basement Systems. We will be there. We will be there. We're, we're a little bit of a tight squeeze. We last year purchased a beautiful uh, 20-foot-long banner, 8 feet high. You know, it's it's all one piece. And uh, the Chatham Farm Show is Wednesday, Thursday, and then the London show starts Friday. But the London show setup is Wednesday, Thursday. So I'm going to be gone in Omaha, Nebraska, so I'm like, using salespeople to come down and help me here. But it's going to get done. It's going to get done. We have great people. If Ray and Rick are listening, thank you guys so much for offering to help. Uh, or did I volunteer them? I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, they just found there. out. They just found out this minute? No, I sent them an email. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 great. The home shows are awesome because it's a lot of, um, it's an opportunity for people, right, to to see what's out there. But for vendors, too, you know, you meet a lot of companies, you meet a lot of people. For me, though, I look at, uh, I walk by booths and I'm thinking, how long will it take me to find out what you do, right? I walk by AM980 booth. I know you guys do radio. That's what you do. I walk by advanced basement systems. What's this basement? They likely do basements. I see a picture of a basement. That's what it is. And then I walk by XYG Enterprises with a picture of a family and i'm thinking <laughs> what do you do you know and and that's and sometimes the explanation that comes from the person standing there isn't as clear either <laughs> yeah it's like you know xyg company a better life today and, and what does that even mean i can give you a better life today maybe we can be friends you know it doesn't mean anything so it's because i'm in marketing too you know um we're marketing right now uh what what is it that your company does to catch my eye and make me realize that this is something I need or this is something that I could need? Or will I just simply like it and hang on to the, like all things basement tea, right? People seem to hang on to that. So for me, uh, in my geeky business mind, 
That's what I enjoy, too. And people see your vehicles all over, and there it is, all things basementy. It's a very yeah. rapid identifier. Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, when that came out, I was down in Connecticut, and uh, the dealer who started it, and they got a phone call from someone who was like, that's not even a word, and they were mad, and I was like, ooh, I don't know if I want to do this. But then we started doing it, and uh, it's it's been really great, and we've only ever had one phone call from someone who complained to us about it and i thought geez you gotta have a lot of spare time to do that <laughs> but uh all the all the 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 estimators who go out to homes and you know they like to brand their car i didn't think that they'd want to put that on their car because it's a little bit out there but they all really want it they want to make sure that the all things basementy is on their car mm-hmm. they want people to recognize that and uh and you know they get a lot of uh, a lot of inquiries from their own personal vehicles so it's it's pretty cool that's a word now it, yeah, we we bought it. So <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Now, earlier we were talking, uh, we touched on, I want to expand a little bit more on lower hydro bills. I want to say that one more time. Lower or lowering hydro bills. We're all in that together and there's a number of products that you have. But there are also some things that we as homeowners can take a look at that can lead you down the right road. Yes. And I mean, call your favorite uh, furnace or air conditioning company, you know, Get your yearly service done. That helps. You may be surprised to know what's going on in your furnace is uh, just a quick little cleanup or a fix. And um, I mean, my furnace, holy moly, when I moved in my house, it took me about a three or four months to realize I didn't have a filter in my furnace. And that, of course, slows the machine down over time. So, you know, get things like that looked at. Um, cleaning your ducts, right? Uh, that's something that we do not do, but it uh, is a great idea. Uh, the seams, so when the metal, like the ducting goes together, right? And I had a refresh on this because me and my dad were running a laundry vent from my dryer uh, out the wall, um, which try and remind me about that in a second. Okay. I have a quick little uh, piece of info on that. Um, that that Those slide in together, right? So there is a seam there. It is a little bit imperfect. So if you have a duct tape, not, not like duct tape, but like tape for ducts, um, it's like a foil tape. Uh, if you if you have the uh, well, you know the energy to get down there and do that taping up those seams that helps quite a bit too. Now in terms of for what we do, obviously like we touched on before, having the encapsulation done with the spray foam insulation on the walls um, that's a great way to handle it. Uh, and you've heard yeah. from customers a year out, even months out, saying, "You know what? I already see the the obvious difference." We've gotten phone calls hours before the crew is even back to the home. Um, and that comes a lot of the time with the humidity, uh, where we lower the humidity with the sand and dry machine. So that's always very cool. Um, something that people forget too a lot about, you put all new windows upstairs and everything. Don't forget about those single pane windows in the basement. They're typically very, very easy to uh, swap out, whether we do it for you or you have a handyman or a favorite window company. Have those looked at. Get them priced out, right? It's all, it's, it's all going to help. So keeping in mind that the bottom of the house pulls that air in, you know, that could be a lot of uh, seepage, um, air seepage getting in through there as well as water seepage. So there's Ben and there's Martin and we're venting out the dryer. Thank you because I did forget. So when I moved into my house, uh, we, me and my dad went into the crawl space to do the inspection and uh, of course, and uh, I noticed lint everywhere doesn't even comp, like it, it was beyond anything I've seen. And, of course, the dryer was discharging into the crawl space. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you know that your dryer is discharging into your crawl space, you gotta, you've got to change that. It is such a huge issue. It's a huge fire issue. And, I mean, when you have someone like a home inspector that goes down there, and I'm telling you because I've been seeing all these inspection reports, they're online and there's photos of everything. Mm-hmm. When someone sees your house with your 
laundry lint all over that crawl space down there. It is gross. Let me tell you. And you can smell it. As you say, it's a fire hazard, too. My mother's in the condominium and the uh, corporation is saying, you know what, at least an annual checkup on that. Absolutely. At least. So, you know, it's not overly expensive to have a, a line run to the outside of the house. That's what we just did with mine. But you can't do that. That's that's a huge no-no. And um, a lot of people don't realize that. I mean, clearly the people who lived in my house 20 years didn't know that. And, uh, you know, you think it's something you just kind of got to live with, but you don't. And again, that's not something that we offer, but I like to inform people, <laughs> you know, if that's going on in that space, uh, it's it's a very good idea to um, to have it relocated. But the integrity of the house seal can be greatly compromised when you're doing this little vent job. Yeah. And, uh, you know, think about that, right? So now we're running the dryer vent outside. <sighs> well, is how much air is going to get in? So, you know, you got to take care of the little things, right? Get a little can of spray foam insulation. You know, when you put it in, you can do the outside. I mean, we have a 20,000 square foot facility at work. And my dad went around with a can of spray foam spraying like little holes here and there. And we turned all the lights off and I could say, oh, I see some daylight. Oh, there's some daylight. And, you know, you've got to be proactive and you've got to have initiative if you want to save the pennies. And we all know how the saying goes, right? Take care of the pennies and the dollars will take care of themselves. And that comes down to being a proactive homeowner a lot of the time. And it's not easy. You know, we all work hard and we have jobs and we have families and children and everything. But, uh, you know, I think it comes down to improving ourselves as a society. You know, you, you take the initiative to learn how to learn. You act on it. And then you you uh, you live in the benefit of it, right? I mean, and that goes – this is the same principle for people who are very, very successful – or not, um, whether it comes down to the condition of your house, the condition of your income, your health, we are all self-made. And it's funny how only the successful will admit that. Still to come, we've got some common solutions from Ben that are really wasting money and time. And you're going to take a look at what advanced basement systems can do in lieu of that will be full value for the dollars. You're invited to visit Advanced Basement's website too. Click About Us and there you'll find some before and after photos as well. Hit the website and find out more about this great business that continues to grow right here in London at forestcitybasement.com. News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM980. With Brian Uthall and Ben Bates, Advanced Basement Systems. You can follow them on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash basement one 488 74 You can call them for a free foundation and inspection estimate. There's absolutely no obligation. No, there's but, not. But have them come to the door. Yeah, absolutely. People have a tendency to feel obligated because they love it so much. No, I'm just kidding. But no, it's when we come out and show people stuff, you know, I was talking to uh, Ray, who's my uh, dad's cousin, so my second cousin, and he went out and saw a family and um, they had a crawl space. I can't remember what, but it had nothing to do with the crawl space. This is the reason they called. They didn't realize. And their crawl space was in great shape. And he said, uh, this is what we do to crawl spaces, but you look like you're in pretty good shape. And they went, wow, this is great. You know, 20 years ago when we did this, we would have for sure had this... And that's the nice thing, right, is we have integrity with people and we do the right thing and we don't push stuff. I mean, we all know that some luxuries, it's hard to say a luxury, right, because it's something that you could really benefit from and it could assist in your health and your home. But now is just not the right time. But we do like to educate people and show them what we got. And um, Like the good news is yeah. that when you show up at the door and we say it's a free inspection and no obligation – Actually, what's happened is that many customers have said, I'm so glad you came to the door. I thought there was a problem. Thank you for telling me how significant it is, yeah. how affordable it is, and how long-lasting with this amazing warranty that you add to the work that 
that you actually connected yeah, with this customer. Absolutely. Or, you know, they'll see things too. They didn't realize we did. Oh, you guys do basement flooring. You know, we just launched a brand new insulated subfloor that'll never rot or grow mold if it's, if it's wet. And it's just the little things like that because we, you know, it's everything's done on a computer for us. So when we see the, the, it goes out, there's a type, uh, a work type. So crawl space, settling foundation, whatever. And then sometimes you'll see that come back as someone who wants to move forward with work. And it could have been like a crawl space. And they did have a crawl space, but ended up everything was okay. And they ended up moving forward. You know, they decided they really liked our, our, our basement finishing products and they wanted to buy some. So it's, it's always neat to see that and to hear that um, when me or my team are out there and, and people kind of uh, are really, um, they're just sort of enthused when we're there. You know, they, they're excited and, and it's neat because we're just a little different, right? We just do things differently. And uh, even just seeing the products and saying, okay, yeah, it looks good. I'll think about it. I'll see you later. That's it's neat to to see that education going into people. Give us a couple of examples of common solutions that maybe DIY or another company might adopt and you end up just wasting money and time. You've given us a couple of examples. You have a few more. Yeah, water-powered backups. Those are a big money waster because they cost a lot of money to run uh, and they tend to kind of uh, seize up in the end. And I can't speak for everyone, right? But a lot of the times that's what happens with water-powered backups. Um, they kind of go wrong. Um, there's a machine out there that claims to be a radon gas, which will kill you, by the way, radon. We'll talk about that next time. It's um, it's basically just comes through the ground. And it's a full service that you offer, and radon, radon mitigation. Yep. So that claims a radon, and, and it's a dehumidifier and an air filtration. And what it does is it sits in your basement or crawl space and is vented outside. So all the air that's in your home is getting pulled outside, and it's going outside. So it's depressurizing it. But to dehumidify air... You have to recirculate it. You have to treat it and put it back to where you pulled it from, right? So this machine, I'm not going to say the name of it, but is garbage. And people are spending good money on it, and it's really not doing anything that it claims. And that's my biggest gear grinder for 2015 because I'm seeing it a lot. And as we'll talk about on yeah. future shows, the radon thing isn't anything to play with anyway. No, I mean, and Serious. radon you do have to exhaust outside. That's fine. But when you talk about dehumidifying air filtration... Well, that air is in that space because it got there from somewhere else. So if you just pull it and get rid of it, there's more coming, right? So you do you do have to redistribute it. Like we have ducting kits for our basement air system. So if we pull from room A, we redistribute into room B. So we're not depressurizing rooms and so on and so forth and without, without treating them correctly. So that's a machine that really bothers me because it's not doing what it says. And I think that as savvy consumers nowadays, 2015, we are pretty good at it. But this machine seems to be taking taking a toll, and uh, I just wanted to say that because it, it does bother me because I do like to see people investing their hard-earned dollars in the right thing, whether it be a car, new windows, basement waterproofing, basement dehumidification. I, I like to see uh, good stuff coming around and going around. So To end out the show, you invite Londoners to call this toll-free number now for work to be done soon. Yeah, if you're looking at a summer project or a spring project, spring dates are filling up for us. So, you know, we're now, uh, if you want something done in April, it's a good idea to call now, right, for a couple of weeks to get an inspector out, and then we can get the work done. Uh, the nice thing about us is, yeah, you do have to wait a little bit longer to get the work done because we are in high demand. But uh, the time itself of the work being done is very quick. Typically, one to three days, we can get the average house done. Um, a big project for us is two weeks, but uh, we're very efficient and uh, very nice installers, very nice men, and they do treat your home like it is their own. So even if it is a bigger, longer project, we try to be very uh, indisruptive. So, Look forward to having you back mid-February. 
Yes, sir. Thank you very much. And uh, I won't be at the home show. Like I said, I'll be down in beautiful Nebraska. So I hope everybody has a great home show and uh, feel free to stop by the booth and say hello to our guys. And we'll be there in two weeks. The experts will be broadcasting live from the London Home Builders Lifestyle Home Show, Agriplex Western Fair District from 1 till 6. We'll talk to you then and have a great weekend.